Hi friends, my name is Andy, my pronouns are he and him, and welcome to the Hope Collective Church podcast. Here at Hope Collective Church, our mission is to develop inclusive communities where people discover sacred worth and calling, and our four core values are empathy, inclusion, trust, and humility. This week, we're wrapping up our Lenten series, God on the Move, and Pastor John has a special Easter Sunday sermon called God Moves Out of the Tomb, which focuses on Luke 24, verses 1 through 12. And now, here's John. Happy Easter, friends. My name is John Morgan. My pronouns are he and him, and what an amazing day. We get to celebrate the resurrection together and it was a year ago on Easter when, when we had our first in-person worship uh, formally as Hope Collective Church. And I put formally in quotes. I use it loosely, right? Because I don't even know how to be formal. I mean, if you're wearing uh, something fancier than a t-shirt and a pullover quarter zip, then you are way more formal than I am. <laughs> but... This is, this is, it's been a year, and so I'm just, uh, you know, celebrating that as well today. Uh, I was downtown earlier today recording uh, this message for our online congregation, and you couldn't hear a word I said on the recording because the wind was so, (laughs) was blowing so hard. Um, But you know what, the message is the same to all of Dayton, to everyone who's listening online, and Uh, listening to the podcast, the message to all of God's people are, you are loved. And it's not my message, it's not Hope Collective Church's message, but this is a message from our all-inclusive God who sees you, who has compassion for you, who calls you by name. You are loved. Well, Over the last several months, we've been reading through the book of Luke and discovering that God is moving in all of our life circumstances, and uh, we're so thankful for that. And we're going to finish up the book of Luke today, chapter 24, which is a traditional uh, Easter text, and it starts out like this. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, They came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body. Now, these women who went to the tomb, and we'll find out uh, their, their names a little bit later in the scripture, they were probably surprised, right? They went, they went there to prepare uh, Jesus' body with, with the, uh, with the ointments that they brought. However, this wasn't the first time that they would have heard about God resurrecting life from the dead. In the Jewish scripture, they would have been familiar with the text that that described how the prophets brought people to life from the dead. And if they didn't witness it in person, they would have at least heard stories about how Jesus raised people from the dead, gave them new life, including Lazarus, who we read about just a couple weeks ago. In fact, God has been breathing new life in the people uh, since the beginning of time. Often at Hope Collective Church, we, we hear testimony of how people have received new life by the grace of God, where we might expect that, that people would stay buried in their circumstances, but because of God's grace, 
because of miracles, right? People experience life. I uh, grabbed some seeds uh, earlier this week in a, um, at, at the store, and the seeds I plan on planting in our, in our uh, flower bed. And I was searching for a prayer to help the seeds grow, you know, to bless the seeds. And I actually came across one that I really liked, and we're going to read it. Uh, we're going to read it later. But one, one sentence really touched my heart. Let me read this to you. The seeds show us the Easter mystery of new life coming from death and burial. Let me read that one more time. The seeds show us the Easter mystery of new life coming from death and burial. And it made me think about how God can help us bury our brokenness and tend to that soil and then eventually uh, cause those seeds to, to grow and to, and to have new life and to sprout beautifully. This is the Easter story, right? God can breathe new life into whatever is buried. <laughs> From tiny seeds, we can expect life. From tiny seeds, we can expect reaching up from darkness into the light. You know, from these seeds, we can expect growth and beauty, and we can expect from these seeds miracles. God can breathe new life into whatever is buried. And so if we go back to the, the scripture in Luke 24, the women were at the empty tomb. And then it says in verse 4, while they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. See, they were, they were reminded that, that people had been trying to bury Jesus for several years, that even in his hometown, right? We read in the book of Luke, even in his hometown, people tried to kill him. And, and from there on, the religious and political leaders were trying to get rid of him. And they probably thought that they had done the job from that Friday to Sunday. They thought that he was buried for good. But they had been ignoring all along that God can breathe new life into whatever is buried. And I'm wondering today, I'm wondering, have you ever felt like you've been buried I've been reading uh, about this Greek poet named Dinos Christianopoulos who wrote this couplet in 1978. Two lines that say this, What didn't you do to bury me, but you forgot that I was a seed? Let me read that again. What didn't you do to bury me, but you forgot that I was a seed? Now his name, Christianopoulos, is actually a pen name. He made it up, which means Christian child. He chose this because of the faith that he had received even when he was a child 
growing up in his Sunday school class. What really spoke to me about this couplet, these two lines of poetry that, that he wrote, he was addressing how society at that time treated him as a gay man. Specifically, he was addressing how the literary community at one point ostracized him and tried to bury him. So he wrote these words. Again, I'll repeat. What didn't you do to bury me, but you forgot that I was a seed? This is the Easter miracle, right? This is what we're celebrating. And if you've ever been buried before, Easter is for you. If you've ever been buried by guilt and shame, if you've ever been buried by mistakes, if you've ever been buried by habits or hang-ups, Easter is for you. If you've ever been buried by trauma in, trauma in life or by pain or by uncontrollable circumstances, Easter is for you. If you've ever been buried by bills stacked up to the, to the ceiling or a schedule that just won't give you time to breathe or unrealistic expectations, then Easter is for you. If you've ever been buried by messy relationships or family dynamics that are too difficult to navigate, or if you've ever been buried by brokenness that's too difficult to even communicate, then Easter is for you. If you've ever been buried by people who don't see the beauty God created in you, or if you've ever been buried by the church who doesn't understand you, and dare I say, if you've ever been buried in the name of Jesus by people who just don't get it, Easter is for you. You are a seed. God can breathe new life into whatever has been buried. <laughs> Going back to the Easter story in Luke, the women are reminded that, that Jesus predicted his death and resurrection. Then this is where we pick up in verse 9. And returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles, but these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home amazed at what had happened. And right away, we see new life breathed into Peter as well, right? Did you hear it? He ran to the tomb. He investigated it. He looked in. He saw it was empty. He saw that Jesus had shedded the, the, the grave clothes. And this portion of the story, it says Peter was amazed. We're actually amazed, right? Because Peter ran to the tomb. This is the same Peter who ran away from Jesus not just a couple of days ago, right? When the going got tough. When Peter was pressed, uh, he denied even knowing Jesus and he ran away. But in this story, we see he's running towards Jesus, towards the empty tomb, towards the resurrection that gives new life. He could have easily stayed buried in his guilt and shame, right? He could have easily stayed buried in his past mistakes, 
That's easy to do, right? But the invitation to all of us today is to run towards Jesus, run towards the empty tomb, investigate it, see that the tomb is empty. And what God emptied, we don't have to refill. We don't have to bury again what God has already given new life to. Like seeds, we were meant, we weren't meant to stay buried. God created us to reach up, to experience light, to have new life, to grow into something beautiful. And so I invite all of us to say the blessing of the seeds together as we prepare our hearts for communion. As you pray, the, the words might mean to you the, the blessing of whatever you plant, whether it be uh, physically planting seeds or spiritually planting seeds. The blessing might be for your own self that you experience this, this new life, this resurrection today. Friends, will you pray with me? Bless these seeds pregnant with life. They show us the Easter mystery of new life coming from death and burial. May they burst forth soon with verdant growth from earth, rain, and sun. You have called us to the honored task of being workers in your garden. Through the rain and these seeds bring us to a new awareness of your presence in and around us as we joyfully live in the knowledge of eternal resurrection. Plant seeds of love in our lives that will grow through the years, watered by the tears of pain and sacrifice that come our way. Your son showed us the way. We now ask your guidance to follow it well. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that this week's sermon has been a blessing and encouragement to you. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube by searching Hope Collective Church for weekly online services and other ways to connect with us. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast. And again, thanks so much for listening. And remember these three words, you are loved.